Hello and welcome to the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show on the first day of fall. I'm your host, Adam Castor, here with my co-host, Ed Birdsall. Mr. Birdsall, how you doing? I feel like we're at a funeral again, given all the uh, the injuries that happened on, on Sunday. Uh, hopefully, to everyone that was injured, uh, speedy recovery, Godspeed, and uh, yeah, it was Jesus Christ. I mean, I there was there's there's a big one, but then there's a big one. Michael Thomas getting injured last week was, uh, I guess, was kind of a precursor to uh, what was going to happen because Jesus, this was, yeah. they were just guys just sprawled out left, right, and center. And uh, yes, we will be talking about them in pretty lengthy detail. If we don't talk about them, you know, in great detail today, we will definitely be talking about them on the waiver show. Tuesday so because yeah this is this is another big 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 week for uh for waivers big yikes I was very close to starting this podcast instead of with our usual intro starting this podcast with taps <laughs> god just because of all of the injuries not just this week but uh on in week one as well just because there were so many I mean maybe this is the argument that people who are still kind of like, we should probably still have the preseason. This is the argument because. Yeah, at least get guys conditioned. Yeah. I mean, but some of these injuries, I mean, like the, the, the Saquon injury, you can't, you can't predict. I mean, I did say the bold prediction show. I did say there's one guy that's more, most likely to be a bust. It is Saquon Barkley because of injuries. And I'm not going to say I was right because you can't predict a torn ACL. I mean, that that really, really sucks. And, I mean, he was injured two plays prior with yeah. – it looked like an arm injury or, or dislocation or something like that and went right back out there and bam. So, uh, and I think this is where we separate – truly, truly, this is where we separate the men from the boys in terms of your first-round pick is out and you have to come up with a game plan and figure out, you know, what the hell you're going to do now. And uh, don't worry, we're here. We're going to get through this together. We're going to figure it out. And um, we're going to keep on carrying on. Yep, that's correct. Or some would say, keep on, carry on. Yes, some would say that. It's very nice. Many would say that. When you look at all the injuries, you you, you kind of puts things into perspective, kind of, on uh, that these people are human after all. And... uh, you know, in a blink of a moment, blink of an eye, this stuff can happen. I mean, preseason would help, but there are some of these injuries like ACLs. You can tear your ACL in practice. We've seen it happen before. Uh, famously, Deshaun Watson, it was like a routine play where Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, Teddy Bridgewater as ACL well. and then some. Yes, ACL and then some. I mean, Adrian Peterson, remember his uh, knee injury? That was, that was yeah. not ideal. And then he came back and rushed for 2,000 yards. So, whatever. Yeah, and, and people that are just going to go out and predict the demise of, of Saquon Barkley, it's premature. It's premature, yeah. But, I mean, look, the Giants have a real decision to make, and it's going to come down to, you know, what Saquon Barkley looks like next year. And uh, this is probably doomsday for every single Giants fan out there. And, obviously, I never want to – oh, we have breaking news. Shit. Did I right, get fired? We can, we can add another one. Oh. 
Uh, Christian McCaffrey is expected to miss multiple weeks with an Ooh. ankle injury. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, wow. Okay, we can add another one to the uh, to the ever-growing injury list. But, um, yeah, I mean, we will uh, we'll get through this together. But going back to the Giants and Giants fans, never want to root for injuries. Um, the Barkley injury really, really sucks for football because he is one of the best players in all in all football um then we can only hope for his uh his speedy recovery yep all right so let's just move let's just go on to these injuries because there there were a fair amount uh so for the rams we had cam Akers with the uh, rib injury and malcolm brown with the the uh, finger injury paris campbell tore his acl for the colts uh drew Locke. Injured his throwing shoulder. Sa- uh, Saquon Barkley, the aforementioned ACL injury, he's going to be out for the season. Jimmy G left the game at either halftime or the third quarter with the ankle injury. Raheem Mostert left with the MCL sprain but came back into the game. Uh, Tevin Coleman had a little bit of a knee injury. Sterling Shepard with a toe. Uh, Corlin Sutton, he had cramping. Rashad Perriman for the Jets had a, uh, a knee injury. That's all we're getting on that. Julio Jones and Devontae Adams, the number one, number two receivers in fantasy, both with hamstring injuries. Christian McCaffrey, as we mentioned, with the, ha- with the ankle injury, who is expected to miss multiple weeks. Will Fuller with the hammy. Tyrod Taylor, he a, it was a chest thing, but I think Anthony Lynn said it was more about the, uh, the air quality in Los Angeles. But that was the reason why um, Justin Herbert got the start over Tyrod Taylor. And then David Montgomery with the neck injury, but he ended up coming back into, into the game. So that's all the injuries. There are a lot. There were a lot. And that's compounding all the injuries in, uh, in week one. Yeah, and then now Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> yeah. Well, I already see Christian McCaffrey is already, already on the list. But yeah. Well – there was optimism early on that McCaffrey would be um, would be good, but now it's looking like he's going to miss a couple of weeks, and um, now we're going to be going to the waiver wire, and we're going to be picking up a lot of guys that are going to be really put into prime situations. Yeah, there are a lot of uh, of running backs here. Uh, Jarek McKinnon is one of them. Uh, who you're thinking about? Darrell Henderson, uh, Mike Davis. Now, Tariq yeah. Cohen could be thrust into a feature role if David Montgomery misses time, but I heard he's fine. So that's probably out of the equation. Um, I would say, you know, really, if I'm looking at waivers and I'm looking at who, I mean, I guess we're doing this kind of early, and we'll do this tomorrow too you know, who my top three waiver ads of the week are going to be. I think Darrell Henderson would be number one for me. I think Mike Davis would be number two. And I think Jarek McKinnon would be number three. Yeah. If I had to pick. And I, I would say, you know, if you're, if you're losing Christian McCaffrey, if you're losing Saquon Barkley, you're going to have to drop a pretty penny in fad leagues to, uh, to get them. If you're in waivers, um, I would recommend 
putting in a claim for pretty much every handcuff that you could possibly think of. Also, uh, don't go too crazy on Deion Lewis just yet, just because the Giants are bringing in our favorite free agent running back for a visit. Devonta Freeman? Yes. Wow. So uh, that's confirmed? They're bringing in Devonta Freeman? Yeah. I saw it on Twitter. Oh, really? Yep. I did not see that. I will. I can confirm that right now. I'll look that up. I just have it. Yep. Yep. Five hours ago. Yeah. Uh, Ian Rappaport tweeted it out. So there you go. They're going to bring in. I don't know. It's not going to. It's not confirmed whether or not they're going to sign him. But, you know. Well, who the hell knows at this point? They could just bring in absolutely anybody. And I think uh, I think that would be better than riding with Deion Lewis and, and Wayne Gallman. But, I mean, we've seen Deion Lewis be a feature back before. Well, Wayne Gallman's so, already injured too. So, Is he injured? I thought he was a healthy scratch. Maybe that was it also. I thought he was a healthy scratch. I guess so. It oh, is- and, uh, and defi- definitely, definitely, definitely. I forgot to mention at the top of the show, and I really should have. Uh, big, uh, big prayers up to uh, to James White, who was a healthy scratch from the Sunday night game as a result of his um, his parents being involved in a pretty serious car accident. His father didn't survive. His mother in critical condition. So, uh, you know, big, 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 big prayers up to uh, to James White, who, on based based on all accounts and what we've really seen, is widely, widely, widely regarded as one of the absolute best guys that there is in this league according to jewish tradition since james white uh james white's father died on rosh hashanah somebody who dies on rosh hashanah is actually somebody of great righteousness and it's a, it's very it's a it's a significant event so prayer prayers going to uh james white and his entire family for for what happened may his father's memory be a blessing Amen. Amen. So let's move on to uh, Sunday's games here. And the way we're going to be doing this is we're going to pick a, something from each game and it's going to be a buy or sell sort of deal. So before we rip the bandaid off of the 49ers and the Jets, we have another update for injuries. We have Cortland Sutton, a significant knee injury, quote unquote. Yes, he's, he's having an MRI today to confirm it. But oh boy, not good. Not good at all. And uh, just just going right right there into the uh, roller coaster of of disappointment. Uh, Justin Forty ers I give all. I oh my god, this game where there were so many so many injuries on the on the Forty ers side. Uh, Nick Bosa, Solomon Thomas, and D Ford. D Ford was already injured. But, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo and Jimmy G, of course, and Raheem Mostert, who we talked about. Um, basically, uh, the the past two of the last three 49er draft picks, or two of the last four 49er first round draft picks, were injured in this game in Solomon Thomas and Nick Bosa. Yeah. And so it, it was not ideal. I mean, the Jets also dealt with some injuries. Uh, Jamison Crowder was already out. Le'Veon Bell is on IR, and Brashad Perriman, as we mentioned, is also injured. And, I mean, for a team that only had a couple of healthy wide receivers who really are would be practice squad players on any other team, 
it was a, it was solid. I don't know. I still think that Adam Gaze needs to be fired out of a trebuchet. And it's it's one of my favorite favorite uh, things. You know, they've been around since the Middle Ages. Those trebuchets. I have a great buy yourself for this one. Yeah, buy yourself. Adam Gaze lasts longer than three weeks. Uh, I sell that. I don't. Actually, you know what? No, I buy it. I think he is just because Chris Johnson doesn't have the balls to fire him. I buy it as well. I buy it as well. I think even even if they go to Indianapolis and get smoked, uh, I think that Adam Gase is still going to be, be – he'll still be there. I think he'll still be the guy. He's going to get fired at the end of the season. Most likely, yes. But I don't think the Jets have ever fired a coach at midseason. No, I don't think they have either. If Todd Bowles didn't get fired after the Matt Barkley game in 2018, then Adam Gaze would not get fired after this. That's true. That is true. I do have, I do have uh, one more that we could put in, and then we can move and on. That game the- was before the bye week, by the way. Yeah. Also. Yeah. I have one more I, could, I can throw in here before we can move on to the uh, next game, which is a bit more uh, pertinent to uh, to fantasy. Uh, buy or sell, Jordan Reed could be a weekly starting option. Well, I think this is really one of those things that is predicated on whether or not George Kittle is in the lineup. As of right now, I think that Jordan Reed is a, is a great, is a solid option. Listen, Jordan Reed has been very good when he's healthy and that's really been the only issue for him. It's, it's been health. I buy it. I think even, even with George Kittle, I buy it. Really? Yeah. I do because I just don't think the Niners have enough receiving options right now where they, they can just roll out and just be like, okay, yeah, or Kendrick Bourne is their number one receiver right now. We don't know if Debo Samuel is going to be back in two, three, four weeks. We don't, we don't know. So if that's the case, and listen, Nick Mullins is going to be the guy. He's going to be starting next week versus the Giants. They're going to need, they're going to need guys. They're going to need guys that are going to play. And, uh, based on what I've heard, it looks like George Kittle is going to be back next week. So if that's the case, I could really see the 49ers running a lot of two tight end sets. I could see Jared McKinnon playing a big part in this game as well, just take all the pressure that they possibly can off of Nick Mullins. But we've seen him do pretty well when given the opportunity to start. So, And this is going up against the Giants too. So... I, I wouldn't be too concerned about it. I think Jordan Reed is a great start for, for next week. So I'm, I'm going to buy that one. Okay. Yeah, I think that, well, this is the difference between Kyle Shanahan and Adam Gaze. Uh, Kyle Shanahan can adapt, and, even, and I think when, when uh, George Kittle will come back, they're going to run more uh, multiple tight end packages that will make use of the uh, strengths of the, of the team, which at this point, is in their tight ends. And then, and with that in mind, you know, Jordan Reed is definitely in the position to have a good, to have a good performance, especially with the fact that uh, he had a really good game uh, this week in, in uh, George Kittle's absence. And just because they're the two best receivers on the team. Yeah, I agree as well. Um, yeah. uh, when one, one more before we, before we move on mm-hmm. um, right now, uh, if let's just say, let's say it's Jarek McKinnon or Jeff Wilson Jr. Doesn't matter. Are you confident starting a San Francisco 49ers running back next week against the Giants? 
I would say yes. I would just because uh, David Montgomery had a really good game against the Giants, even though he left with the uh, with the we left and came back with the uh, with the neck injury, and uh, you know Jarek McKinnon had a really solid game uh, on Sunday, and I think that uh, and really you know the Forty ers it's interesting because I want to see what's going on with. Is Raheem Mostert also in this list? Because I mean, he came back. He came back late in the uh, in the in this Jet game. So yeah, they're call, they're calling it an MCL sprain. That's a four to six week injury. So I, I don't know. I guess it's going to be Jarek McKinnon and Jeff Wilson Jr. I'm probably going to have Jarek McKinnon inside my top thirty. I don't know if I will have him inside my top twenty four as of yet. But I think I think as a flex, I think if you're looking for someone to replace McCaffrey or Barkley, I think you can't do you can't go and do too badly with going to pick up McKinnon at least for a week and starting him against the Giants who are dreadful yeah all right next game Buffalo and Miami and this game are you buy? I mean Josh Allen had a game what a game are you buying Josh Allen by yourself yes, yes. yeah and he was actually one of my buyers buys or sells yeah he was um mine is Buy or sell, Josh Allen should should have been drafted higher than Deshaun Watson, and I think I'm buying it. Well, judging based on the on the performance of the of the two teams, then yeah, definitely. You can't even just use the defense as as an excuse. No, no, you really can't. I mean, he Josh Allen looked terrific. Josh Allen looked absolutely terrific. Granted, you can also say that it was Josh Allen going up against the Miami Dolphins, who were minus Byron Jones. So that's one thing in and of itself. But I am going to be very, very interested with next week when they go up against the Rams, A some would say an actual football team, unlike the, the Jets and the Dolphins. That's going to be fascinating. And that's where we're really going to see whether or not Josh Allen is – this breakout star that we that we think he is based on the first two weeks. I mean, 27 week one and 34 week two. It's outstanding. So I'm going to buy it for right now um, because Deshaun Watson, I mean, if he's without Will Fuller, I mean, that's, 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 that's what we were advising everyone against. We were yeah. advising everyone against Will Fuller. And if he's out for two, three weeks, then Deshaun Watson really could be in a lot of trouble, especially when he's going with the Steelers next week. That is going to be a major, major, major problem. Yeah, uh, maybe my prediction isn't so isn't so bold after all. It may not be. It and may not. Y'all be. But, called but, me crazy. But their their schedule gets better. Their yes. schedule gets yes, better. Yes, it does. But, no, it does. But first three weeks, it's a tough start. Kansas yeah. City, Baltimore, Pittsburgh. That's Ugh. at Pittsburgh too. I know. All right. Um, my buyer sell is buyer sell. Tua is going to start within the next two weeks. Bye. Yeah. Bye. I I honestly thought he was going to play in this game, and I think if if the Dolphins lose Thursday night to Jacksonville, then week four we're going to see Tua. Well, that makes the most sense because he has the long week to prepare for. Yeah. His, uh, his first game. Yeah. So, 
Because yeah, starting it, Tua on a short week would be the worst possible thing to do for your hell, quarterback. It, it could happen Thursday. If, if the game is, is really, really bad, it could happen Thursday. We don't know. It looks like it could be really, really bad. Yeah, I buy it, though. I, I, I do buy it. All right. Uh, do you have anything else? Unless we can just go move on to uh, Denver and Pittsburgh. No, I don't, I don't have anything else for this game. Cool. Denver and Pittsburgh. Oh, boy. Uh, buy or sell. This is one that you also uh, gave me over taxes. Buy or sell Deontay Johnson over Juju. <sighs> I'm selling it. I'm selling it for right now. Uh, Deontay Johnson, though, has looked outstanding. He has looked really, really good. Eight catches, 90-something yards, and a touchdown. I mean, I have him in a league where now I've lost Cortland Sutton. And I can tell you right now, Deontay Johnson may not come out of my lineup. He may not come out. Here's my buyers. Here's another one. Buy or sell is Chase, Chase Claypool is a, will be a significant part of the Steelers' offense Bye. going forward. Bye. Chase Claypool has had a phenomenal start to the season. Yes. And this offense just looks so good with Big Ben at the helm. It's, just a, it's, a, it's a night and day offense. And honestly, what's changed from last year to this year besides Big Ben? Nothing. Nothing has changed. And this well, offense just looks yeah. like night and day. It's True. night and day compared to what it was last year. I have another one for you. Okay. James Conner is a liable starting option. Buy yourself. I'm buying it just because I think that when Juju Smith, I mean, uh, when James Conner is starting, you know, he doesn't get injured. He's a reliable starting option because, you know, you talk about system quarterbacks all the time. I think that James Conner and Benny Snell are system running backs, quote unquote, because it seems like when one goes down and the other one comes back in, it's, they're almost replicating the, uh, the production for the Steelers. So I, I think that, I mean, that's not really relevant to this question, but I think that, you know, if James Conner stays healthy, then he, he's a reliable starting option. I mean, listen to the next couple of weeks that James Conner has at home against Houston at Tennessee, who just got gashed by James Robinson at home versus Philadelphia at home versus Cleveland. And then at Baltimore leading up to their bye. That's a pretty solid stretch. Yeah for James Conner, where he can definitely produce. And then if, you're, if you need anything more than that, his fantasy playoff schedule, week 13, where it's in a lot of play-in games, he's at home versus Washington. 14, week 14, first week of fantasy playoffs, he's at Buffalo, which not great. But then week 15, he's at Cincinnati. And week 16, he's home versus Indianapolis. That's a pretty good playoff schedule if you can get him past Buffalo. That's a pretty, pretty good uh, fantasy playoff schedule. I, I'm, I'm buying it as well. I mean, I think James Conner is a – I was high on him coming in. He had a, uh, a rough week one last week, but uh, it's very clear that all the reports of, uh, of Mike Tomlin getting the splits and everything like that. I, mean, I, just, I also want to shout out uh, Ian Rappaport here. Uh, he was 0 for 2 on big news items yesterday. He tweeted that this would be a 50-50 split just before the game. Did not happen. And then he tweeted that Christian McCaffrey's ankle injury was not significant. So, Rap Sheet's having a tough time right now. But I will say, 
As for James Conner, he will be a top 10 starting option for me next week. No, no doubt about it. I think you can pencil him in as one of the top running backs on your roster, and you can continue to ride him out. I mean, I, where I have Christian McCaffrey, I, in fact, have James Conner, and I think I will be able to, to ride out the storm without McCaffrey for, for a couple weeks. But obviously, it is a, uh, a pretty big blow for, uh, for this team. Yeah. I have, I have one more for you before we can move on. Mm-hmm. Buy or sell. The Denver Broncos have no offensive starting fantasy options until Drew Locke comes back. That is an interesting, interesting question. I think, I think I'm going. I'm going to sell that, just because I think that. I mean, Jeff Driscoll had a had a solid game against the Steelers. Um, 18 for 34, 256 yards, two touchdowns on a pick. Um, Melvin Gordon did pretty well, uh, 19 carries with 70 yards. He also, uh, caught a touchdown and, uh, and Royce Freeman also did all right. And Phil Lindsay should be coming back eventually. So I don't think it's going to be the, it's going to be completely unstartable, but it, it definitely is not, is not good. It's not, it's worse off than it was before, of course, because, when you lose your starting quarterback, that's what happens. But I don't think I'm going to be writing off the Broncos' uh, runners and receivers just quite yet. Yeah, I'm selling this one as well. I think um, I think Melvin Gordon is very startable, and and then I also think Noah Fant is very startable as well. As well, so yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm selling that one. I think Melvin Gordon and Noah Fant are still good starts. I think I would. I definitely downgrade Noah Fant though, um, but I think I would give a little bit of a boost to Melvin Gordon as long as Philip Lindsay is out, because I think that there's going to be more of an emphasis on on running the ball for uh, for the Broncos. All right, moving on. Next game: Minnesota and Indianapolis. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Buy or sell? Naeem Hines' role in the Colts' offense isn't as big as we thought it was. Sell. Sell. I think I'm going to sell that one. I think it's only because it was not – it didn't line up with, you know, what we would really assume would be, you know, game script friendly for Naeem Hines. Indianapolis was destroying Minnesota. They destroyed them. And um, it really just came down to a – this is a showcase game for Jonathan Taylor and – you know, I think I think now it's really going to be you're got, you're going to have to play Naeem Hines in matchups that are going to be game script dependent for him, where the Colts are going to be throwing a lot, they're not going to be running the ball as much, and that's where Naeem Hines will get his work. Um, I will say that anybody that spent forty some odd dollars on Naeem Hines is feeling pretty stupid, myself included, um, because it looks like him on my at, at flex. Yeah. Yeah. That was an Fucking, ass ball between both of us. It was terrible. That was an ass ball of his finest. But hey, one on one, I'll take it. Um, I will. I will say that Naeem Hines. He he is a flex in matchups where you believe that the Colts are going to be behind. So, for example, when the Colts play the Jets next week, I would not be starting Naeem Hines because I think that that's going to be a game that's over with by the third quarter. So, another one, buy or sell. Has Kirk Cousins' floor 
uh, gone lower. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Kirk Cousins downsized. I believe he had a QB rating yesterday of around 15. It was 15. 15.9. His QBR was 9.3. Horrendous. Yeah. Horrendous. 11 for 26. 113 yards. No touchdowns. Three interceptions. Three sacks. Yeah. Horrendous. Horrendous. Follow-up. What do you think – what does this mean for Adam Thielen? I mean, I'm not going to say it's a downgrade. I mean, I still have him pretty much firmly in my top 15 receivers, but obviously it's not great when you can't trust the guy who's throwing him the ball. So uh, I'm not jumping ship on Adam Thielen yet, but it's definitely something to keep an eye on. You know, if this does continue, you know, what does it mean for Adam Thielen and, you know, what does it mean for Kirk Cousins? You know, I mean, we could be talking about Kirk Cousins not being on this football team, potentially. And they're paying him a whole lot of money to be on this football team. A whole lot. Who is their backup? That's a very good question. I know it was Trevor Simeon for a long time, but but it's definitely not him anymore. Sean Mannion. That's who it is. Sean Mannion. Yeah. Okay. Oregon State. Okay. Used to... He was the uh, backup for the Rams for the longest time before they brought in Blake Bortles. I remember Sean Mannion. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a good not a good game for uh, for the for the Vikings. But you did you did get yourself a Dalvin Cook uh, garbage time touchdown, so that helps. Garbage time heroes. Gotta very, love it. Very good for fantasy. Yes. All right. Um, sticking with the AFC South, let's move on to Jacksonville and Tennessee. Um, wow. This was this game surprisingly was interesting. Competitive? Yeah. Competitive. I know. Yeah. The past couple of games we talked about weren't really all that competitive, but this one was. Um, buy or sell, Gardner Minshew will carry this team to relevance. <laughs> sell. But I will say that Gardner Minshew will be fantasy relevant. Okay. I think Gardner Minshew, when he plays this week, Byron Jones has already been ruled out. Gardner Minshew will be a top 15 starting option for me because he's looked very good. He's looked very, very, very good. I think if you, if you can swallow the inevitable pick that he will probably throw, he'll still probably get you 275. He'll probably get you two, three touchdowns. And I think it's a great matchup for him. So, yeah, I'm 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 buying Gardner Minshew being fantasy relevant. I will not say that I will sell Gardner Minshew bringing the Jaguars back to relevance. Okay. All right. Buy or sell. Johnny Smith is a borderline top 10 tight end. Uh he is a top 10 tight end. Yeah. Buy. Buy 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 buy. Especially, especially especially since AJ Brown it might it's looking like he might be out for a bit longer than yeah. we thought. Yep. So. Yeah, John Smith, John Smith looked outstanding. He looked like that he was the uh, the big threat in this offense. And I think anybody that has him, you, you can start him, and you could feel very, very good about it. That's a buy for me. Uh, buy or sell. Corey Davis is the greatest receiver of all time. Well, he, he, had a re- he had a good game. He had a good game this game. Buy. He did. Buy. He had a great game. He had a great game. He had a great game. 
when Corey Davis caught the touchdown. You had butterflies in your stomach? I, no, I went ballistic. Oh. I went ballistic. I ran, I ran around my entire basement. And I was just like, let's fucking go. Come on. Because I, I started Corey Davis this week in one league. I had to start Corey Davis. And he did the business. Unfortunately, that league, I also sat Julian Edelman and Deontay Johnson. <laughs> well, you know, you win some, you lose some. You got to take the good with the bad. Go with the flow. No, but I, but I, but I mean, I, it was in that league. I just didn't – I didn't want to start Julian Edelman, in th- Julian Edelman in three places. But believe me, Deontay Johnson and Julian Edelman will not be sitting for me anymore considering now I might be without Cortland Sutton. So, yeah, yeah. I may be forced to play him. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about with this game? We can move on to uh, the Falcons and the Cowboys. I, I, got, well, I got one more. Okay. Buy or sell, James Robinson is a startable flex. In this offense? Uh, yeah, I'll buy it. I think I'll it buy was it a, as well. He had a good game. Don't get me I'll, wrong. I'll buy it as well. And I think for this week against Miami, I think he's very startable. Yeah. I think he's very, very startable. Okay, moving on. Falcons and Cowboys. <laughs> you know, uh, I think Adam Schefter tweeted – that the Falcons are the only team to uh, was it score score thirty points, have no turnovers, and still lose in, since nineteen thirty three. Four hundred forty three and nil. Yep, I know. What a game! What a game! I know you're just going to keep grinning like that. So uh, I'll, I guess I'll ask the the buyer sell. <clears throat> Pardon me. Pardon me. Buyer sell, Matt Ryan is going to have his best season as his best fantasy t- season as a quarterback this year, but the Falcons are going to have their worst season as a team this year. Sell. Sell. Okay. Sell. I think Matt Ryan will be good. I think Matt Ryan will be very good. But to say that he's going to have his best season ever, I'm not there yet. But I'm going to sell it. Okay. The Falcons are going to be terrible. They keep putting up 39 points and losing. They might be. I mean, I still think that there's a chance that they're good because of the offense that they have. But again, I mean, they played they played two teams that realistically everybody has been saying should be in the running to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl in Seattle and Dallas. So... They need to take care of business elsewhere now. They got those two games over with. The Dallas, the Dallas loss is, is, is terrible. They, they sh- Dallas had no business winning that game. And I will, I will be the first person online to say that. Dallas had no business winning that game. And boy, did they need it. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, did they need it. And you know what really made me laugh too? This is just me on my Cowboys crusade. Colin Coward tweeted. More like Colin Coward. Yes. Yes. Tweeted that something, not verbatim, but that the Cowboys are the worst football team in the world at 3 o'clock. Oh, we have another uh, injury. Oh. Um, Lee Cooker, torn Achilles out for the year. Bring out your dad. Bring out your dad. They're, they're coming. Bring they're out coming. your dead. I'm not dead. You'll be dead in a moment. 
<laughs> so Colin Coward tweeted, the Cowboys were the worst football team in the world an hour before their comeback happened. That tweet aged very, very poorly, and Twitter let him know about it, especially Cowboys Twitter. Cowboys especially Twitter, after what he said about Dak Prescott. Yes. Cowboys Twitter had a great day yesterday. Yeah. Because all the other fan bases that were going after them all went back into their holes really, really, really fast. Yeah, it happens. Or they, or they were scrubbing their Twitters. That also happens. Uh, another buy or sell. Sure. Calvin Ridley is a top 10 play next week if Julio Jones is out injured. Sell. Okay. So I, I think that it's kind of like the Antonio Brown and Juju Smith-Schuster dilemma where I think that Calvin Ridley is better when Julio is opposite him than when Julio is not there because opposing defenses are going to zero in on Calvin Ridley. He's going to be the main focal point that defenses are going to want to take away. So I think Julio being out there is essential to Calvin Ridley's success. I'm not going to say it depends on it, but it is essential to that happening. So I think, I think it's a sell, but I think Calvin Ridley is really, really, really good. So I, I think if Julio, if Julio is there, Calvin Ridley would be a borderline top 12 play. If he's not, I think I would still have Calvin Ridley inside my top 20. Okay. I have one. Buy, is it about buy the Cowboys, s- please? Yes. Yes. Okay. Buy or sell. C.D. Lamb is a better start right now than Michael Gallup. I'm buying that. Wow. Really? <laughs> He, he's Interesting. Been, he's been better this, these past two games than Michael Gallup. I mean, week two is prime for over is prime overreaction time. I could be very wrong about this, but CD Lamb has looked really, really good. I thought you were going to say uh, Dak Prescott's going to get more goal line carries than Ezekiel Elliott <laughs> in 2020. <laughs> that was one I was considering. Yes, I would because I swear to God, I would have. I probably would have beaten you this week if. Uh, Zeke got into the end zone more, and he didn't fumble that one time. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the two catches, though, for Michael Gallup, it's not a great – look, the one catch that he had was, was terrific. The over-the-shoulder oh, the sho- over one? Yes, yeah. that's the one. Terrific. Really, really, really good. But CeeDee Lamb has been so consistent in PPR where it's, it's almost like – he is very, very, very closely getting to the Michael Gallup threshold where it's becoming very hard for me not to rank CeeDee Lamb above Michael Gallup. Yeah. It's, we're, we're getting closer to that. It's, a, it's interesting. I, lo- I think also, just based off the off targets, I really like what the Cowboys have been doing with uh, Dalton Schultz. Yeah. I think he... He's one of those tight ends that's really moving up, moving up the ladder here. Well, again, I talked about it with Blake Jarwin, and I think it still applies with Dalton Schultz, where uh, Dak Prescott, during his time in Dallas, has not had a tight end register less than 90 targets in a season. So I said this last week. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to say it again. Go get Dalton Schultz because he can do the business for you at tight end. I really, really believe that. All right. Yeah, let's move on to the Rams and the Eagles. 
buy or sell. Dak Prescott is the best quarterback in the world. I don't know. I think there's buy. a man. There's a there's a, a man in the Pacific Northwest that might have a good a better argument. I think. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna see next week. Yes, we will. We will see next week. Your boy versus my boy. Yep. Well, no, your boy. Your boy technically is Drew Brees. Yeah, I was. I was gonna say like the Jets aren't playing the Cowboys for another three years. No, your boy. Your boy is Sam Donald. Sammy. Oh, Sammy. You gotta be so weird. Dakota's maybe Sam, maybe Sammy needs Sam. to go and kiss pretty women again. If you're gonna, if you're gonna make fun of fun of Sam's name like that, Dakota is more of a girl's name than Sam is. Dakota's a beautiful name. Sammy needs to start kissing pretty ladies again, considering after Mono, he looked terrific. Maybe that's what he needs. Maybe maybe Sam Darnold needs Mono. Or he just needs to play the Cowboys because he did really well in that game. True. All right. Rams and Eagles. This game. Oh, God. I didn't need – you know, I, I kind of like the attention to detail that the, uh, that the Eagles put in uh, booing into their stadium, even though it was there beautiful. were no fans. It's beautiful. It's, it's so Philly. Feel it? Carson Wentz is like, oh, now it feels like home. <laughs> Jared uh, Goff had it. Okay, you have one? Yes, I do. Okay. Uh, buy or sell. Carson Wentz is the most overrated quarterback in the National Football League. I buy it. I, yep, I, do too. I was going to say, buy or sell. The Eagles should have kept Nick Foles and traded Carson Wentz to the Jaguars. <laughs> Bye 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 bye. Carson Wentz is overrated, and that's and not think, just the Cowboy fans talking in you. No, because you're agreeing. I, I am. He's not and good. You would tell me if I'm out of place, and I don't think I am. You're not. You're not. I mean, I, I honestly, I think in in ten, twelve team leagues, I would rather have Gardner Minshew over Carson Wentz right now. I'd rather have Mitch Trubisky. No, I'm kidding. I'd rather have Ryan Tannehill. I would rather have Ryan Tannehill too. No, no doubt. I'd rather no have Jared Goff. Doubt. Yeah, I would too. Jared Goff too. outplayed Carson Wentz in every facet in this game. Mm-hmm. He did. Uh, 267 yards, three touchdowns, quarterback rating of 142.1. Amazing. He's he terrible. Great. Yeah, he's not a Granted, great quarterback. Granted, it was against the Eagles, yes. but he did, he did look great. I, I have another one. Okay. Buy or sell, Miles Sanders is a top 10 running back for the rest of the season. Well, considering that we just – there were that top 10 running backs are dropping like flies, I think, that, I think I'm going to buy this. I'm buying it as well. Yeah, it's, it's a buy for me. I think he, he looked great. Minus the fumble, I think he looked really, really good. Well, this is one of those things that we said when we were talking about running backs is that all it takes to be a top 10 running back is to play 16 games this year. Yep. Yep. That's really all that it's probably going to take. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think Miles Sanders is, is a top 10 option the rest of the season. I do. All right. Buy or sell. Tyler Higby will finish the season as – or, okay, Tyler Higby would finish the season inside the top seven. Bye. Tight ends. Bye. Yeah. Monster game yesterday. Monster, monster, monster game. I mean, the Eagles just didn't did, – they did not have an answer for Tyler Higby. And I'm telling you, he, 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 he 
he looks like a guy that can definitely push top five. No doubt about it. Buy. Buy for me. Absolutely. All right. Buy or sell. The Rams will never figure out their running back committee. <laughs> uh, sell because they're probably going to be without Malcolm Brown and um, Cam Akers next week. Yeah, so true. it looks like Darrell Henderson is going to be the guy, at least for one week. So I- I'm, I'm going to sell it. All right. So let's uh, go to the Giants and the Bears. Buy or sell? Daniel Jones will never get over his turnover problem. Bye. Yeah. Bye. He'll never get over it. He, he looks almost as bad as Sam Donald does. It was not good at all. He looks almost as bad as Sam Ronald does. And now that there's no Saquon Barkley, oof. This this actually goes pretty well with buy, buy, or sell, actually. And I think that these two kind of you know interconnect with each other a little bit. Buy or sell, no Giants offensive player will be startable in fantasy for the rest of the season. I buy that. I sell it. I think Evan Ingram is probably the best offensive player in Agreed. on the team. I think Evan Ingram is the only one that's startable for now. I think if they if they sign Devonta Freeman, then there is a chance that Freeman becomes fantasy relevant, just because they're going to want to take the load off of Daniel Jones. But I'm not willing to put my reputation on it <laughs> that's true it, it's trying or it's relying on the new york giants for anything and it's just not gonna happen so i would say evan ingram is the only one that i trust but i'm getting to the point where evan ingram could be droppable in 10 team leagues i'm pretty close to that well there there are there are plenty of fish in the sea for tight ends absolutely yeah there are a lot i mean we we talked about two in these past couple of games with Tyler Higby and Johnny Smith. And there, there are a lot of good tight ends. We even talk about Dallas Goddard and the whole tight end controversy with Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz that's going on in Philadelphia. No, no, we didn't, we didn't even talk about that. We haven't, we haven't even talked about, like, I'll give you an example. Like the league I have Evan Ingram, I told you this. I have TJ Hawkinson as well. I'm pretty close to just riding out TJ Hawkinson, but the problem is if Kenny Galladay is back next week, which it looks like he is going to be back, you know, what does that mean for Hawkinson? We'll have to wait and find out, but I think I'm pretty close to starting Hawkinson over Evan Ingram. Buy or sell, Allen Robinson is not, is going to regress this season, but he's still going to get the majority of the targets for the uh, for the bears so so i think I Robinson's, it's gonna be fine yeah i think Allen robinson's gonna be fine this was a game that really shouldn't have been as close as it was um yeah i think Allen robinson's gonna be fine i'm not too concerned i think Allen robinson right now i think he's a great buy low mm-hmm. i really really do well i'm not gonna sell him but i because no. i i mean th- this game was a bit of a bit of a weird one, but Allen Robinson still got nine targets in this game. Yeah, so, yeah, he's getting looks. He's getting looks. And so, guys, that, that, playing that's for his cash, problem. as we say. 
He's playing for his cash. The boy is playing for his cash. All right, moving on. The Lions and the Packers. Buy or sell? The Packers are looking dumber by the second for drafting A.J. Dillon instead of a wide receiver. Buy. <laughs> Buy. Dave. A.J. Dillon is number four in the step chart. He's not even in the equation. Who's number three? I couldn't Aaron Rodgers? I couldn't tell you. I mean, it's it's that bad. Like, and now if they're facing the, the, the real prospect of not having Devontae Adams, oh my God. Yeah, this is this is a big, 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 big buy. Uh buy or sell. Aaron Rodgers is not startable in fantasy without Devontae Adams. I buy that. I buy it as well. I mean, I think I might start. I mean, I, I have the conundrum of Matt Ryan and Aaron Rodgers. I think I'm probably going to be starting Matt Ryan next week. I have the conundrum of Aaron Rodgers and Big Ben. I can tell you right now I'm starting Big Ben. Without even looking at, looking at who they're playing, I'm probably going to be starting Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is playing the – I can tell you right now. He is playing the – Bears. Chicago Bears, yes. And Aaron Rodgers is playing the Saints. Yep, on Sunday night. Yep. So, yeah, with I – With potentially no Devontae. Yeah, yeah, no thank you. Or even if Devontae plays and Devontae is less than 50%, he's still going up against Marshawn Lattimore. No thank you. Yeah, no, definitely not. Buy or sell. For the Detroit Lions, there's going to be a new star running back every single week. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I mean, I last week I think I said carry on was drawing dead and you could have caught him. And this week he scores. So I guess next week it's gonna be a DeAndre Swift week. I guess. I mean, I I, I don't know. I mean this, by patterns. I guess so. I mean, holy shit. This this backfield is just a it's a mess. It's a mess that I just want no, 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 no part of. Yeah, that this is this is a definite buy. That there's going to be just a new guy that pops off for this backfield every single week. Do you have one for this, or do you want to move on to uh, the Bucks? Yeah, and I, I, I have one. Okay, uh, buy or sell. Uh, Kenny Galladay, upon return, will be a top ten starting receiver. I don't know. I'm buying it. I'd buy it. Well, Danny, Danny Amendola, he got seven targets in this game. Yep. He only caught two of them. But he got seven targets in this game. Marvin Jones got six targets in this game. So I think that if the Detroit Lions are going to be as bad as we think they are, and they're going to be down, down in a lot of games, then you know the throws are going to be there for, for Kenny Galladay. He should have double-digit targets next week when he comes back. Yeah. I would assume. Okay, next game, Carolina and Tampa Bay. Buy or sell? Tom Brady's a system quarterback. Sell. <laughs> sell. Yes. Brady's fine. Brady's fine. I mean, you could probably cut him. Like, I, I think I'd rather have Tannehill right now. I'd rather have Gardner Minshew. I'd rather have Ben Roethlisberger. I'd rather have Matt Stafford. I think I'd rather have Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. You can cut him if you want. Or you can try and trade him because his name is Tom Brady. I can tell you right now, I'd rather have Cam Newton. Right now. Cam, well, yeah. Cam Newton for me is Cam Newton for me is a top ten quarterback. Considering what he did 
on Sunday night and what he almost did on Sunday night even. Yeah. I, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there with uh, with Cam. But, yeah, Brady, sell. Sell for me. Um, All right. Here's a, I have a serious one. That's not I, think about, I, know, I think I know where you're going with this, but go. Because it's, a, it's like I'm writing to an advice column. <laughs> Buy or sell. Is Leonard Fournette the leader of this committee? That's where I thought you were going. Buy. Buy. He looked way better than Ronald Jones did. I think Ronald Jones is drawing dead. So I think, uh, I think Leonard Fournette is going to be the guy sooner rather than later. Bye. Signed, pissed off in Port Washington. <laughs> <laughs> uh, buy or sell, Mike Evans is a top 15 starting option. I'm going sell. I'd sell. Just because I think this was a big product of Godwin missing this game. I, that's why I was going to say. Just because of Chris Godwin missing this game, that, that does it for me that's the that's the the uh deal breaker i have another one for you yep buy or sell rob gronkowski is the biggest bust of the year uh, bye i love it one target one target no catches he had one target i mean oh my lord cameron hey. great bueller we warned you about this yes where's cameron Brait? i have no idea I have Is no he locked idea. in a basement? I guess so. Blink twice if you need if you need help. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I mean, this is this is bad, 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 bad. All right. Buy or I sell. Hope you listen, I hope you listen to us. I really hope so. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh God. Who is it? Who is it this time? Who's injured? Four to six weeks from McCaffrey. Oh my God. All right, season BRB, BRB, got to go drink some cyanide. Can we can we call this this season? Yeah, I'm it's the last episode it. of the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. It's yeah, fun. it's been real. It's been a lot of fun. This is the point in time where I delete my Madden franchise and I start a new one. Unbelievable, unbelievable. I have one more buy or sell for this game, and then we can move on. Okay, buy or sell, Robbie Anderson. Is the number two receiver in the Panthers' offense? Bye. Bye. He did. He has performed way better, way, way, way better than Curtis Samuel. Yeah, I think Curtis Samuel. If you have him, you can drop him. I'm probably going to drop him. I think it's probably time to do that. Yeah, got to cut bait. Okay, Washington and Arizona. Buy or sell. Kyler Murray's rushing upside vaults him into a top five finish. Bye. Bye. I think he's the season's Lamar Jackson. Wow. I think he, he, he has a path to finishing as the number two, if not the number one quarterback in fantasy. Really? I really do. I could see it happening. Yeah. I think yeah. when, you, when you put the rushing usage that he has, you couple it with the with the, with the arm that he has, the way they want to throw the ball in that offense, the, the players that he's throwing the ball to with DeAndre Hopkins, Christian Kirk, Larry Fitzgerald, it's a perfect recipe for success. It's a perfect recipe for success. And it's very simple. Red zone, they're going to Hopkins. If they're not going to Hopkins, it's Kyler Murray looking to take off and scramble to the end zone. That's what he does. It sucks for Kenyon Drake 
can tell you that right now. But anybody who owns Kyler Murray, you're just sitting there and you're just saying, num, 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 That was me eating. That was yeah. me eating, by the way. Yeah. In case, in case you needed clarification. It's a wonderful onomatopoeia for eating. Yes, it's very, very onomatopoetic. You know, I think you might have just made that word up. No, I don't think I did. I'm no linguist, but I think you might have just made that word up. Onomatopoetic? Yeah. Um, I don't think I did. It's a nice I, word, but... Onomatopoetic is a word, which I can oh, apologize it is a word. to me now or later. I'll apologize to you now. I'm very sorry. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. It, doesn't, it just doesn't sound like a real word. Well, what can I say? I'm just a man who knows the English language very well and better than most. All right. So let's move on to uh, Baltimore and Houston. If you don't I have, have one. Else. Oh, you I have, have one? one? Okay. Yeah, of course I do. Uh, buy or sell. Kenyon Drake will finish outside the top 20. I'm buying that. I think I am too. It pains me to say it, but I, I'm buying it. Buy or sell. There's no Washington, Washington football team running back. I almost said the R word. There's no Washington football team running back that is startable in fantasy. Not on a consistent basis. No. I'm buying it. Yeah. I'm buying it. I'm I, buying I, it. I mean, I said... I'm not, I wasn't a big believer in the Antonio Gibson hype. So, yeah, it's a, it's a buy for me. All right, Baltimore and Houston. Buy or sell, Mark Andrews is going to finish outside the top five in tight ends. Sell. Yeah, I'm selling sell. it also. Yeah, I think he'll get his. I mean, it was just, again, it's all game script dependent. And I think watch what happens Monday night when the Ravens play the Chiefs. It's there are gonna be points scored. A lot of them. Yeah. Definitely, definitely a lot, a lot of points. Uh buy or sell. Mark Ingram is back as the leader of the Baltimore Ravens conundrum running back committee. I'm gonna sell. I just think that I don't know. It's it's either not there's going to be a point in the season where we're going to say, okay, this is it. This, it's J.K. Dobbins is, is a committee now. This is, this is his team. Or not – well, this is not this is it. This is his running back room. He's the leader of the committee. But you look at the carries. Lamar Jackson led this team in carries. Yep. So, really, Lamar Jackson is the leader of the running back committee. You're not wrong. <laughs> You're not wrong. I'm selling this one as well. I don't know if I can trust Mark Ingram on a week-to-week basis and that – sort of terrifies me that, you know, now I'm looking at no Christian McCaffrey and I have Mark Ingram and I don't know if I can trust him week to week. So yeah, that's a, uh, that's a bit of a problem, bit of a problem, but it's a, uh, it's a sell. It's a sell for me. Buy or sell. My prediction about Deshaun Watson is going to be, it will be correct by season's end. (laughs) Oh God. Uh, Sell. Yeah, so no. I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not ready to go there yet. I know. I, I just like messing with you. I know you do, and you also like being right a whole lot. Who doesn't? You you love it more than most. <laughs> um, sell, sell for me, but I, I want to see what happens when his schedule lightens up. Do you have one for this? Um, buy or sell, David Johnson is a sit next week against Pittsburgh. I'm buying that. Pittsburgh is I a really good well. run defense. I am as well. I think if you don't have 
if you don't have another option, you sit David Johnson. Buy or sell. Without Will Fuller, the Texans receivers are not startable in fantasy. Buy. But I think that can change if Brandon Cooks does his thing. I mean, really, all Brandon Cooks needed was a touchdown to really cap off his day against Baltimore. Yep. He could be the guy. He could be the guy. All right. It's, it's tough to put that on him. Okay. Moving on to the Chiefs and the Chargers. Buy or sell? Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is going to have an up-and-down rookie season. Buy. And this is, yeah, people should not overreact about this. Buy. Yep. He, they're going to be ups. They're going to be downs. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, he was not as much as part of the game plan this week as he was last week. Again, it was game script dependent last week. It was game script dependent this week. They needed to get a touchdown, and Clyde Edwards-Alaire was not part of what they were trying to do in that regard. It also hurts Clyde Edwards-Alaire that it just seems like the Chiefs are a bit worried about using him as a goal line back, so that definitely hurts his value as well. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be an up-and-down sort of season for Clyde Edwards-Alaire. You're going to get your really, really great weeks, and you're going to get your really, really bad weeks from him. So I'm buying it. Buy or sell. The Chargers' defense is better than we thought. Um, buy, buy. They have two very, very good corners. Uh, Kenneth Murray, their young linebacker, made probably the most impressive play I think I've ever seen from a linebacker, given that he was running toe for toe with Tyreek Hill, and that was unbelievable, unbelievable play late in the game. Uh, their defensive line. Very, very, very good. Joey Bosa, uh, Melvin Ingram, those boys, uh, they're, they're a really, really good defense. And, yeah, I think that we, they are better than we give them credit for. So, buy. Buy or sell. Justin Herbert should be the starter going forward for the, for the Los Angeles Chargers. Buy, 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 buy. Buying the shit out of that. Yes. Yeah, Terod Taylor did not look great last week. They were lucky to escape Cincinnati with a win. And Justin Herbert, he had his moments in this game, no doubt about it. NFL debut, as you would expect. But he had really, really, really good moments as well. And I I would be the first to admit, I was not a Justin Herbert guy. I was not a huge fan. But he looked very, very good in this game. And I was very impressed. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't really have anything else here. No, neither do I. So... Let's go to the the big game. This is fun. This game was really cool. Just the Seahawks and the Patriots in Seattle. This is the this is the game of the week. Oh yeah, game this was of the outstanding. Week. Buy or sell? Russell Wilson will finish as the as the number one quarterback in fantasy. Sell. But but Bird he threw for five touchdowns. Okay. Sell. Okay. Sell. Okay. He will not finish number one quarterback in fantasy. Will I don't. I don't even think, unless I'm wrong, and I didn't see um, what he had last night. I don't even think he finished number one quarterback on the week. Really? Let alone, let alone fantasy. No. Yeah, he was not the number one quarterback on the week. Okay. It was Dak Prescott. Well, you know, you got the three rushing touchdowns. Yeah, that helps. Yeah. yeah, I'm. I'm selling it, but I do think Russell Wilson will be a top five quarterback. Yeah. 
I'll buy, I'll buy that part. Okay. Uh, buy or sell. DK Metcalf is a must-start receiver every single week, regardless of competition. Buy. Buy, buy, buy. I buy it as well. He is a man-child. Do you see him taking warm-ups? Oh, my heavenly father. It's like he was wearing trampolines on his shoes. So he's wearing springs on his shoes with how high he could jump. He is a fucking freak. He's amazing. Unbelievable. And let's not get this too clouded here. He cooked Stephon Gilmore. Cooked him. Which I'm sure brought a ripe smile to your face. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, anything bad that happens to the Patriots always puts a grin on my face. Especially when I, I, I know that. Especially oh, when Kenyon got that. stopped on that quarterback draw to end the game. Oh, I'm oh. sure you must be jumping up and down like you just like the Jets just won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you need you need any relative feeling. Yeah. Uh, buy or sell. Julian Edelman is a top 15 receiver for the rest of the season. Well, my I was going to say something along. I was going to have that court sort of where I was going to say Julian Edelman is actually not a product of Tom Brady. He's he's good all on his own. Yeah, I buy that. I yeah. buy that. I don't buy top 15 rest of season. I do buy top 20. Yeah. Because it's very clear that when they were in close games, like the one they had last night, when they were in a close game, Cam Newton was looking for one guy and one guy only, and that was number 11. It was so blatantly obvious. But I will say also that the Patriots did also miss James White. Yes. He did absolutely miss James White. Well, on that same token, buy or sell, Cam Newton will be the leading rusher for the fit for the New England Patriots in 2020. Oh, God. I might have to buy it, and I hate it. We have some breaking news, did Adam and Gates it's good news. Did Adam Gates get fired? No. Oh, then I don't care. Chris Godwin has cleared concussion protocol and will play in week three. Well, that is actually good news. Finally, some good news. Yes. And about injuries. Good news about injuries. Yeah, thank God. Thought. Thank God. Um, yeah, I'm I'm oh God. I, I, I got I got one for you. I okay. got one for you. Because I have this is an hour league. I have Kyler Murray and Cam Newton. I'm I'm aware. I have both of them. I'm I'm painfully aware that you have both of them. And I am looking to trade Cam Newton. I am well prepared to trade Cam Newton. And I think, I think I could get a running back for him. I just don't know which one I want to get, but I'll have to to figure that one out. But I don't know. I mean, should I be trading Cam Newton? Or should I hold on to him in case something happens to Kyler? Well, here's my question. You think... If you think that Kyler Murray is going to be the this season's Lamar Jackson, he's going to finish. Yes. He has potential to finish as the first quarterback in fantasy, number one quarterback in fantasy. Mm-hmm. Then, and running back is a position of need oh, on your it team. Is. Oh, it is. It is. It is. Todd Gurley and Melvin Gordon. So yeah. Yeah, not great. Then I think that it makes the most sense to to trade from from a position of strength to try and shore up a position of weakness. Well, before coming into this week, I said, if I lost to you, I'd be trading Travis Kelsey. Wow. 
Really? I was hell, I was hell bent on trading tra- trading Travis Kelsey to get a stud running back if I needed to do it. And I beat you, thank goodness. So I didn't have to. Granted, it was the most unconvincing and the ugliest fantasy win I've ever had in my life. But it was a win nonetheless, and I, I will most certainly take it. And uh, an America's fantasy team lives on for uh, for another week. Yeah. All right, so you want to do a quick Monday Night Football preview? Yes. Get on out of here? Yes. Sweet. So the first game in the Death Star in Las Vegas, the Allegiant Stadium, the Saints and the Raiders. We didn't even talk about it, but Michael Thomas is not going to be playing in this game. Yes, he was officially ruled out, I believe, after we did the podcast on Friday. Yeah. Is when he was uh, – What a show. Officially ruled out. So, um, yeah, he will not be playing in this game. So that means Trey Quan Smith will get an uh, increased amount of looks. Same with Emmanuel Sanders. And last I heard, Taysom Hill could be getting a ton of looks at receiver as well. Would not surprise me in the slightest. The ultimate, the ultimate cuck of all cucks, Taysom Hill. I was going to say Swiss Army Knife, but sure, you can use, you can use your thing. If you if you if you, want. if you want to use Swiss Army knife, you can. I will. I I'll, I'll feel more comfortable saying Swiss Army knife. Go ahead. You okay. you you can go ahead and say Swiss, Swiss Army knife. Um, yeah. Drew Brees. Drew Brees is the start. Alvin Kamara is the start. Latavius Murray is the start. Emmanuel Sanders is the start. I'm not sure if I'm comfortable with Trey Quan Smith. I'm definitely not comfortable with Taysom Hill. Uh, Jared Cook. Revenge game. Jared Cook. Good start. Uh, for the Raiders. Uh, Derek Carr, sit. Josh Jacobs, start. Henry Ruggs, sit. Uh, Brian Edwards, sit. Darren Waller, start. I think this is a game that could be very, very, very ugly. And well, the uh, over-under for this game is 48.5, according to uh, ESPN's pick center. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably about right. And they, they are expecting the Raiders to put up, like, next to nothing. Yeah. It, this is gonna be like remember the uh, the Saints and Colts on Monday on Sunday night when the Colts didn't have Peyton Manning. Yes, I do. Yeah, it, this has the potential to be that kind of game. Do you remember who the quarterback was for the Colts in that game? It was Curtis Painter. It was Curtis Painter. Very good. Yes, we don't Curtis talk Curtis Painter. We don't talk about the Curtis Paint the Curtis Painter years. No, we do not. We do not or talk year. about Curtis Curtis Painter. Um, yeah, I'm gonna be very interested tonight to see you know what the Saints look like it was uh it was i don't want to say it was unconvincing it just there are a lot of people who are a little nervous with drew Brees right now and you know what his outlook looks like for fantasy he's playing indoors well yeah i mean i'm very cautiously optimistic that drew Brees has a good night tonight and i'll be able to watch this game knowing that all my matchups are done. So I know the results for all of them. I know whether I won. I know whether I lost. So I'll be able to really sit and watch the game and, and dissect Will, what's Will going Lutz on. Will Lutz misses, misses like 50 field goals. Yeah. Well, if Will Lutz misses 50 field goals, you might uh, you might hear about someone that just jumped off and did a gain on the GW. <sighs> if Will Lutz misses 50. Yeah, it's true. 50 is a lot. 50 is a lot. Yes. That would mean someone truly is out to get me. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to, to Monday night, and then we will be back here uh, Tuesday for waiver show number numero two. Yep. 
right. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. You can find all episodes of the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. You can find the Fantasy Show. You can find the Vanilla Basement Talk Podcast and the Quiz Invitational. So please listen to all of those. Leave five-star reviews and tell us what you thought of all those episodes. As Bird said, Tuesday will be the waiver wire show heading into week three and we will also be previewing thursday night's slobber knocker between the jacksonville jaguars and the miami dolphins easy there jr yeah whatever for my co-host ed birdsell i'm adam caster and we will talk to you next time on the basement talk podcast fantasy show bye bye